بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين وخاتم النبيين محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد فعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وسلم تسليما Respect to listeners السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Previously I've spoken about shukr, gratitude, specifically to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his many favours and blessings. Today, as an extension to that same topic, I'd like to say a few words about shukr to the creation, not the creator. Being thankful and grateful to each other, recognizing and acknowledging the good that people do to each other. And this is extremely important In fact, the title as advertised for today's talk is Ungrateful to the Creation, Ungrateful to the Creator. And these are actually the words of a famous hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in which the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, as related by Imam Tirmidhi and others, from Abu Sa'id al-Khudri radiyallahu anhu, that the Prophet said, He who didn't thank the people, didn't thank Allah. He who didn't, he who wasn't grateful to the people, wasn't grateful to Allah. And there's a very another there's another very beautiful hadith related by Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal from Al Ash'ath ibn Qais radiyallahu an in which the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said inna ashkaran nas lillah ashkaruhum linnas that indeed the most grateful of all people to Allah is the one who is the most grateful to the people himself so the more grateful a person is to the creation, in the words of the Messenger وسلم, he is more grateful to Allah. And the most grateful person to Allah is the one who is the most grateful to the people. These are hadith tell us about the importance and necessity of recognizing the good that is done to us by others, the favors shown to us by others, acknowledging them, recognizing them, being thankful for them, remembering them, expressing gratitude for them, both verbally as well as indeed, repaying this kindness, that's part of gratitude. Again, in another hadith later by Imam Tirmidhi rahmatullahi alayhi in his sunan, and Imam Abu Dawood and others from Jabir ibn Abdullah radiallahu anhum, from Jabir radiallahu anhum, that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man u'tiya ata'an fawajad falyadzibih, wa man lam yajid falyuthni. That whoever is given a gift, 
This is from the people. This isn't to do with Allah so much. Whoever is given a gift and then he finds something with which he can repay that favor, he can reciprocate that act of kindness and gift, then he should actually give it in return. And whoever doesn't find anything, the words of the hadith continue, then at least falyuthni, let him praise the other person. For he who praises has been grateful, and he who conceals the gift of the benefactor, then he has actually proven to be ungrateful. So there are many other hadith as well. What these hadith collectively show is that besides gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we need to be grateful, acknowledging, recognizing, and considerate of the favors that we receive and the good that's shown to us by others from the creation. And our response should be, first of all, praise for that person. And verbal gratitude. Again, Imam Tirmidhi and others relate from Usama ibn Zayd radiyallahu anhu that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said مَنْ سُنِعَ إِلَيْهِ مَعْرُوفٌ فَقَالَ لِفَاعِلِهِ جَزَاكَ اللَّهُ خَيْرًا فَقَدْ أَبْلَغَ فِي الثَّنَاءِ Whoever had any good done to him and then he says to the doer of that good جَزَاكَ اللَّهُ خَيْرًا May Allah reward you with good. So that's a dua that we recite to each other. So the words of the hadith are, مَنْ سُنِعَ إِلَيْهِ مَعْرُوفٌ فَقَالَ لِفَاعِلِهِ جَزَاكَ اللَّهُ خَيْرًا فَقَدْ أَبْلَغَ فِي الثَّنَى Whoever has any good done to him, and then he says to the doer of that good, جَزَاكَ اللَّهُ خَيْرًا May Allah reward you with good. And what has he done? What has he achieved? فَقَدْ أَبْلَغَ فِي الثَّنَى Then he has gone to lengths in praise. So what this hadith teaches us is that, as I said earlier, in the light of all of these hadith, we should recognize and acknowledge the kindness, the favors shown to us and the good done to us by others. And how do we do that? Number one, verbal gratitude. And that's what this hadith shows. The hadith of Usama ibn Zayd radiyallahu anhu. The first thing you should do is say, Jazakallahu khaira. That's not the equivalent of thank you. It isn't. Thank you is an expression of gratitude, but Jazakallahu khaira is immense in its meaning, very profound in its meaning. And as the Prophet ﷺ said, فَقَدْ أَبْلَغَ فِي الثَّنَاءِ He has gone to lengths, he has gone to extremes in praise because the words Jazakallahu khaira are full of praise and full of dua, full of prayer and supplication. It's a way of saying that you've done good to me. Rather than me repaying your favor, I will, of course, do as much as I can. But right now, instantly and immediately, I pray to Allah. I beseech Allah. I implore Allah to reward you in his infinite power and mercy. And such a dua, so jazakallahu khaira, is not just a verbal expression of gratitude similar to thank you. No. It's a prayer. It's a dua for the other person. And it's a very beautiful dua. It's a dua which goes to great lengths. 
It's a phrase which not only contains praise, but a supplication to Allah for Allah to reward this person. And it means a lot. As the Prophet said, فَقَدْ أَبْلَغَ فِي الثَّنَا Then indeed he has gone to lengths in praise. So the first thing we should do in acknowledging registering, recognizing and remembering any good that someone does to us is to pray for them. And the minimum prayer should be Jazakallahu khaira. And it doesn't always have to be said in the person's presence. Of course, it's good to say this in the person's presence. And then not just once, but later, in their absence, to sincerely pray for them. And we learn from the hadith when, when a servant of Allah prays sincerely for another in that person's absence, then the angels actually say, that may you receive its like. So we should pray for the person and praise them and thank them with the words Jazakallahu khaira in their presence. And then continuously thereafter, whenever we remember the gift that they have given, the good that they have done, is to pray for them in their absence. This is the beautiful teaching of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa So the first thing is verbal gratitude. And the second thing is, well, even before verbal gratitude, one needs to develop the ability to recognize to recognize favors, to recognize bounties. So, how will a person ever repay kindness, repay favors, repay the good that's done to them or for them if they are unable to recognize it? And this is actually a thing. As I've mentioned in the previous two sessions about gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we as human beings are ungrateful by nature. As Allah says in the Quran, وَقَلِيلٌ مِّنْ عِبَادِيَ الشَّكُورِ and very few of my servants are grateful. These, this is Allah's testimony. Very few of my servants are grateful. And as Iblis, Shaytan, said to Allah, that I will sit. He said to Allah, Oh Allah, give me respite. Delay my judgment. Delay my reckoning till the day of resurrection. So Allah said, you have been given respite. You have been given some delay and time. So what did Shaytan say? In that time that I have been given, O oh Allah, I will use that time to mislead, to misguide your creation, just as I am misguided. فَبِمَا أَغْوَيْتَنِي لَأَقْعُدَنَّ لَهُمْ صِرَاطَكَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ ثُمَّ لَآتِيَنَّهُمْ مِنْ بَيْنِ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَمِنْ خَلْفِهِمْ وَعَنْ أَيْمَانِهِمْ وَعَنْ شَمَائِلِهِمْ وَلَا تَجِدُ أَكْثَرَهُمْ شَاكِرِينَ Just as you have misguided me, I will surely sit in your straight path before them. So Iblis, Shaytan, said to Allah, I will block your straight path. I will occupy your straight path. I will sit in your straight path before them, before your creation. Then I will come to them from in front, from behind, from their right, from their left. I, I will come to them from all directions. So when... Shaytan, when Iblis made this promise to Allah, 
that I will attack your creation, your servants, your bondsmen and bondswomen, from all angles, from all sides. Of course, by attacking them, I will mislead them, I will misguide them, I will lead them astray. So what will they do? What's a great sin that shaitan promised Allah that your creation will commit once, I block your straight path, I occupy it, I sit in front of them on the straight path, and I attack them from all directions, what will be the sin they commit? You will not find most of them grateful. So ingratitude is one of shaitan's greatest weapons in misleading and misguiding people. So we as humans are extremely ungrateful. Shaitan knows that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has testified to that in the Quran. And very few of my servants are grateful. And this is why we've been commanded time and time again to be grateful to Allah. So ingratitude is part of human nature. And since today's talk is about being grateful or ungrateful to the creation, that lack of gratitude, that ingrained ingratitude in us, finds itself on display, even to each other. In fact, very much so. So before we start talking about how we can repay good favours, how we can repay kindness, how we can repay any good shown to us, done to us. We need to develop the ability to constantly and continuously recognize that good, recognize that kindness, recognize those favors. We are actually blind to them, Allah Akbar. We truly are. We are ungrateful to those who are closest to us. Our family members, our elders. First of all, we should ask ourselves, do we even recognize the good, the kindness, and the favors shown to us by our parents? We live in an age of entitlement. Everyone thinks and believes that I deserve everything. This is assured. This is what parents have to do. So my job in life is to enjoy myself. And my father's job is to look after me. My mother's job is to look after me. There's no recognition. How can there be acknowledgement? How can there be praise? How can there be any repayment? If we have a habit of failing or refusing to recognize, to even recognize the good that's done to And it's no surprise, this, this stems from selfishness. Selfishness is very dangerous. It wrecks a person's dunya and akhirah. It wrecks a person's life on earth. And most importantly, the afterlife. Selfishness, looking after oneself, looking at for oneself, always considering only oneself, makes one blind to everything and everyone else. It might succeed in the short term. Ruthless, selfish people do get their way. 
but it's short-lived and it's corrupting and destructive, corrosive for the soul, for one's peace of mind. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَنْ يُوقَ شُحَّ نَفْسِهِ فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُفْلِحُونَ Whoever is protected from the greed and avarice of his soul, then these are the ones who are successful. Selfishness doesn't make a person successful. It doesn't. And ingratitude stems from selfishness. Because a person in his arrogance believes that I'm entitled to everything. So if someone does something to me, for me, if someone shows me a favour or does me some good, that's not because of their kindness. That's not because of their goodness. It's not because they've done me a favour. I deserve it. It's their obligation. They have to do it. So a person in... Their selfishness treats others like slaves, like servants, like attendants, who are there to serve them, who are there to be used, abused and exploited. And it's no wonder that we are so selfish with each other, towards each other, that we refuse to recognise any good done by others to us. We even do that in our relationship with Allah. Allah mentions it in the Qur'an. Allah says, when the servant is suffering and in need, then he calls out to us, وَإِذَا مَسَّ الْإِنسَانَ الضُّرُّ دَعَانَا لِجَنْبِهِ أَوْ قَاعِدًا أَوْ قَائِمًا فَلَمَّا كَشَّفْنَا عَنْهُ ضُرَّهُ مَرَّ كَأَلَّمْ يَدْعُنَا إِلَى ضُرٍ مَسَّهُ Allah says, when suffering, when hurt afflicts man, when any misfortune, when any calamity, it doesn't have to be a major calamity, no. When any suffering, any loss, any hurt afflicts man, what does he do? Da'ana, he prays to us, he calls out to us. How? In what state? Lijambih, whilst lying on his side. Or whilst seated, or whilst standing. Meaning, in all postures, at all times of the day, when he wakes up, he's still lying down, he prays to us. Oh Allah, relieve me of this suffering. Oh Allah, remove this loss. Oh Allah, remove this hurt. When he lies down again at night, he's still making dua to Allah. During the day, as he's walking, as he's sitting, as he's standing, in all movements, all postures, at all times, in all locations, he's praying to Allah openly and in secret, in heart and in mind and in prayer, verbally, loudly, silently, constantly turning to Allah, oh Allah, relieve me of this suffering, of this hurt. And we've all been through it. Then Allah says, Then when we do remove, his hurt from him, his suffering from him. What does he do? In thanks. He actually passes by. So Allah is describing human interaction. So imagine if A has done some good to B. So B is indebted to A. Even if A doesn't bring up the favour that he did, and he shouldn't, but even if he doesn't bring it up, B, whenever he meets him, 
even if B doesn't mention it, then at least B won't behave awkwardly. When B meets A, B would, should think that this person has been kind to me, has helped me. So the least I should do is be courteous. So the person will speak nicely. At least take some time out and go through the trouble of meeting him, greeting him. A doesn't want any recognition. But that's a good interaction, even if none of them actually bring up the favour or the charity given or shown. That cordial greeting, meeting, that courtesy speaks volumes in itself. Now imagine if B, who is indebted to A, publicly, A is standing there, B happens to pass by. And B totally blanks and ignores A. Totally. So he actually goes out of his way to ignore him, to blank him. As though A doesn't even exist. So forget the fact that A did me any good, A doesn't even exist. Imagine how A would feel. And imagine how lowly and how despicable such behaviour is if others are aware too that A has done B a favour and this is the way B shows gratitude. How arrogant, how foolish, how selfish, how despicable that he actually just walks past blanking and ignoring A without even acknowledging, forget acknowledging his gift or his charity or his assistance or his favour. He doesn't even acknowledge his presence. How lowly and how despicable is such behaviour. So Allah actually describes this interaction in relation to himself. That this is what man does to Allah. When man needs Allah, he turns to Allah, praying to him, imploring him, beseeching him, supplicating to him, weeping before him. Begging him, night and day, silently and loudly. Whilst lying down on his side, whilst seated, whilst standing. And then when Allah does answer his prayers, when Allah does relieve him of his suffering, what does he do? Allah says, Marra, he passes by. As though he never ever called out to us for a hurt or a suffering that afflicted him. That's how ungrateful man is to Allah. So equally so, man is ungrateful to creation. Humans are just as ungrateful to each other. In another verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا أَنْعَمْنَا عَلَى الْإِنسَانِ أَعْرَضْ وَنَا Allah says, when we bestow a favour, when we do good to man, when we bestow a favour upon man, what does he do? A'rad, he turns away. But he doesn't just turn away. And he distances himself with his side. What does that mean? He distances himself with his side. It's this. Where a person pulls oneself to one side, draws one's shoulders and arms in and away from the other person as though to express disgust at the other person. Like children do when they say e and or you. And they actually distance themselves. So the, our bodily action of drawing in one's shoulder and arms and side to express disgust at the other person and to demonstrate our eagerness and our desire to achieve some sort of distance from the other person. 
How do we do that? We do that by drawing in our side. So this is the meaning of that he distances himself with his side. So can you imagine, again, Allah graphically describes a human interaction that the way we turn away from each other, so not just turn heads away, but pull in our bodies to express our desire to achieve some sort of immediate distance from the other person out of disgust and out of contempt. So Allah says, That when we bestow a favour upon man, he turns away and he draws in his side to distance himself. That's from Allah. And when any suffering or any ill befalls him, how does he behave towards us? Allah says, all of a sudden, lo, he is full of long, wide prayers. He suddenly turns to Allah in long, wide prayers and supplications. So this is how selfish humans are in their relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator. So inevitably, they are equally selfish or probably even more selfish in their interaction and in their relationship with the creation, with each other. So that brings us back to this topic of ingratitude to each other. How can we ever repay favours if we even fail to recognise and acknowledge them? And we really are very ungrateful. We truly are. We do not recognise a good done for us, to us, by our fathers, our mothers, our elders, our teachers, our seniors, even friends. The stories I have heard, personal stories, of how ungrateful people have been to even close family members. failing to even recognise the good that was done to them for them, let alone repay it. It's shocking. We are deeply ungrateful. Only recently I heard the story of someone. Uh, it's, it's a historical story, it's not from this period, but historically... There was an individual who was very wealthy and he went to a place and there he was a visitor to that area. He spread his wealth openly with open arms. With great generosity he gave the poor and the needy much wealth. Then what happened is that he travelled on further. On his return journey, on the return leg of his journey, before he, just before he arrived, arrived back at this city where he had been so generous and he had given so much wealth in charity, his caravan, he had his entourage with him, his caravan was attacked by bandits. So they took all of their wealth. And this was just a few months after his initial visit. So his initial visit when he had been so generous to the inhabitants of that city. Muslims, or oh, he's a Muslim, they were Muslims. So on the return journey, when his caravan was attacked and they were deprived of their wealth, but their lives were spared. When he finally made it back to safety in the city, he was penniless. So 
So when the people, he approached some of the people that he had helped, and he, he sh explained his plight to them. Do you know what their reward was? They said to him, we will help you. But only on one condition. That we will give you money on the condition that you repay it. You pay it back. And with interest. With interest. And he was so desperate, he agreed to their terms. So the very recipients of his charity and donation and his gifts didn't give him money, they lent him money, and not even without interest, but with interest. They gave it to him on the condition that he had to repay it with interest. And he was so desperate, he actually agreed. I heard that very recently. I related the story of one individual, and this is contemporary, where someone gave him a gift. And a few months later, he actually returned to the donor of that gift and told him, do you want to buy this off me? So he wanted to come back and sell the gift that he had received from the donor himself. And he's sending it back to the donor. He said, do you want to buy this off me? So we, we are shameless in our ingratitude and shameless in our selfishness. We can't even be courteous enough to say thank you. Someone told me very recently that for the first time they visited a Muslim country. And travelling from the UK, they visited this Muslim country for the first time in their lives, a very young person. And what they experienced is, and in fact this was one of the first things they said to me, is that their experience was that when they tried to be courteous, as people are courteous, how, like, if there's a queue, then they allow, they are courteous enough to allow someone else to go ahead of them, or they open the door for someone, and instead of just pulling the door open and passing through themselves, they actually open the door and then hold it open for the next person or the next one or two people. This person related that what they found shocking during their visit is that with one or two notable exceptions, almost every single act of grace and courtesy was totally ignored. Almost as though these people felt entitled. They felt entitled. That if you are opening the door for me, then you're not showing me any kindness. You're not doing me any favour. You're not doing any favours to me. I deserve it, so you have to do it. And because I deserve it, and because you have to do it, even though, funnily enough, the person doing it was from the UK, a far richer country than that country. So, you have to do it. And since you have to do it, why should I even say thanks? Why should I even say thank you or jazakumullah khaira or even smile? Smiling is an act of charity. لا تحقرن معروف ولو أن تلقى أخاك بوجه طلق. Do not 
Be contemptuous of any good deed, even if it simply means meeting your fellow brother with a pleasant face. Being pleasant, smiling, being cheerful, that in itself is an act of charity. To smile is an act of charity. Pouring water from a jug or a beaker into a cup is an act of charity. What does that mean? Imagine you are at... an invitation. You're a guest, someone else is a guest. You're both equal guests. And you're sitting down, you're eating, there's a glass. Empty, there are empty glasses for drinking. And the person opposite extends their hand, stretches it out to pick up a glass. You know that they want water. And they take the glass and they extend their hand then towards the jug or the beaker. And you suddenly grab it and you pour water for them in their glass. Just that one act is an act of sadaqah. It's an act of charity. It's hugely rewarding. That's generosity, that's courtesy, that's kindness, that's charity. And the other person's response should then, should then be Jazakumullahu khaira. That's the least. And they should requite it. They should do the same. They should reciprocate it. So, even smiling, being cheerful and pleasant to another person, that's an act of charity without any initiation on the other person's part. And if someone does you good, like open the door for you, or make way for you, or step aside for you, or give you their place in the queue, then that's, they have gone over and above and beyond their duty. So you should be saying, Jazakumullahu khairah, you should be praising them, and not just by word, but at least being pleasant to them. But subhanAllah, this one person shockingly told me that this was a very negative experience for them because they went with great hope that I'm going to a Muslim country, I'm going to be spending some time there, they were very excited, a very young person. And then what happened? They discovered that some of the most basic teachings of religion were being ignored, such as even being grateful or showing some gratitude or any expression, it's like they were completely blank. You open the door for them and you stand there like a slave and servant and they just arrogantly walk past without any acknowledgement. Don't even cast a glance at you. This selfish, arrogant attitude is not what Allah and His Rasul have taught. Allah and his messenger sallallahu have taught us humility and the obligation of being grateful to each other, acknowledging and recognizing good. But we will never rise to the level of acknowledging and recognizing good if we remain and feel and continue to think selfishly, arrogantly, believing that we deserve all of this. We don't. Let us learn to acknowledge the good that others do to us and remember it. Actually remember it. Recently, I came across an item which is no longer usable because it's become outdated. And someone gave me it as a gift many, many years ago. It's just one item. Someone gave it to me as a gift. And many... And what I did is... I remember who gave it. And when I came across it, I took a quick picture of it and sent it to that person. And initially, they were confused saying, what's this? 
I then called them after one or two days and I said, you're probably wondering why I sent you this random picture. And indeed, they were confused. And I reminded them that many, many years ago, you gave me this as a gift. So, when I came across it again, as remembrance, as an act of gratitude, I just reminded you of it to show that I haven't forgotten. And I've done that on a few occasions when people have given me gifts, even many, many years later when I still have it. People often give me utur, perfumes. And I actually, this is what I do. I write that I have so many utur. I actually write down the name of the itr along with the name of the person who gave it to me. So, if you saw my bottles of itr, they actually have names on them. Why do I do that? Not because I forget, but as an act of appreciation and acknowledgement. And then what do I do whenever I apply any itr? And it's from someone I give them dua. A few days ago, I came across an itr which someone gave me in the 90s. And I still remembered. I was traveling with the person and I remember exactly where and when they bought it for me. And that was in the 90s. I didn't come across it because it was hidden away in a cupboard, but along amongst the many bottles, it was just, that was just one, and I picked it up and I applied it. That didn't have the name, but I still remembered. We need to learn to acknowledge and to appreciate and to remember and be grateful, not just once, but repeatedly, to all of those who have done us a favour. We live in a time of great selfishness, even in religion, Allah, even in religion. People don't care. People want your time, your attention, to serve their own ends, to meet their own needs. And once your usefulness has expired, they discard you like a rag. And they do that not only in dunya, but also in deen. Allahu Akbar. Even in deen. There are countless stories. So our ingratitude stems from selfishness until we learn to trample that selfishness. And become more altruistic, become more selfless, become less selfish. We will never be able to rise to the level of true gratitude. And if we can't even learn to be grateful to each other for the small gifts and favours that we render unto each other, how will we ever be able to be grateful to Allah, our Creator, for His immense bounties? We will remain low narrow, shallow, despicable, selfish individuals till the end of our days, even in our relationship with Allah. We have to rise above that. Allah has made us to be greater than that. This, this degree of selfishness, even animals don't stoop to this level. They really don't. Allahu Akbar, they don't. <laughs> Speaking of selflessness, only a few days ago, as often happens, someone sent me a link, and then from the one link, I ended up watching another link. And what was the link? It was about animals that have gone out of their way to save other animals of different species. So there's one video where 
It begins with the bear, a bear saving a crow in the water, a bear. You actually have predators, predators saving other animals rather than harming them. And one of the other videos that was linked was of a herd of elephants in India, where a baby elephant had become trapped in a pit. A baby elephant had become trapped in a pit. So the local villagers, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, the local villagers attempted to save the elephant by helping it climb out of the pit by shoving soil and creating some sort of rampart or a rampart that the baby elephants could climb up. So they took a digger and they were shoving soil on one side. And eventually the baby elephant managed to clamber out of the pit. And when it clambered out of the pit, it went in one direction and the herd of adult elephants came and took the baby elephant away. And as, it, as they took it away, now we don't know Allahu Alam, but the villagers suddenly start exclaiming and shrieking in happy excitement and exclamation because it appears, and this is how the video is portrayed, that the adult elephants in the herd were all raising their tongues and saluting the villagers and expressing their gratitude for them having saved the baby elephant. And they actually turned around and did it before departing. So that was the link. From there, I ended up watching the, the next one, which was about the animals from different species who go out of their way to save other animals of species, including predators. Predators saving other animals, which they could have just crushed in an instant. So even animals do not stoop to this level of selfishness. Allah Akbar. Allah has created us to be greater than that. We need to learn to recognize the kindness shown to us by others. As Allah says in the Quran, The reward of good is nothing but good. And as the Prophet said, and I'll end with this, I'll end with the very same hadith, few hadith that I mentioned in the beginning. One, the hadith of Abu Sa'id al-Khudri radiyallahu he who wasn't grateful to the people wasn't grateful to Allah. Related by Imam Tirmidhi rahmatullahi and others. The hadith of Imam Ahmed ibn Hanbal in his Musnad from Al-Ash'ath ibn Qais radiyallahu anhu. Indeed, the most grateful of all people to Allah is the most grateful of people to the people. And as the Prophet ﷺ said in the hadith related by Usama ibn Zayd and recorded by Imam Tirmidhi Abu Dawood and others, recorded by Imam Tirmidhi rahmatullahi alayhi, the Prophet ﷺ said, Man suni'a ilayhi ma'arufan, faqala lifa'ilihi jazakallahu khayra, faqad ablaga fithana, whoever has any good done to them, then they say to the doer of that good, Jazakallahu khayra. May Allah reward you with good. Then indeed he has gone to lengths in praise. And the hadith related by Imam Abu Dawood in his sunan and Imam Tirmidhi in his sunan. From Jabir radiallahu anhu. Jabir ibn Abdullah radiallahu anhu. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man u'tiya ata'an. Whoever is given a gift and then he finds something 
with which to repay that gift, then let him repay that favor and that kindness and that gift with this gift. And whoever doesn't find anything to give in return, then at least let him praise the other person. Because man athna faqad shakar, man katama faqad kafar. For whoever does praise the gifter, the donor, the renderer of kindness, and the one who's shown the favor, faqad shakar, then indeed he has been grateful. Man katama faqad kafar. And whoever has, whoever conceals a good shown and done by someone else, faqad kafar then that person has been grateful, has been ungrateful. So, if someone, and it's not a question of if, subhanAllah, it's not even a question of if, who is there amongst us who hasn't been helped, assisted, saved, supported by others, who hasn't been gifted something by others, who hasn't been shown kindness or a favor by others. Even every little thing, every little thing. If someone gives you time, they've done you a favor. If someone shares a meal with you, they've done you a great favor. If someone gives you water to drink, they've shown you great favor. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of reckoning will remind you that he gave you, as we learned from the hadith which I related last week and before, that indeed one of the first things that will be said to the servant on the day of reckoning is, أَلَمْ نُسِحَ لَكَ جِسْمَكَ Did we not give you a healthy body? And then the second thing, that's what I wish to mention here, did we not give you cold water to drink? If Allah on the day of reckoning will remind the human being that I gave you water to drink, cold water. If Allah can remind his servant of his favor of having given water, a sip of water to drink, then do we not think that when a human being gives another human being a sip of water to drink, that in itself is an act of kindness? Grace and favor, of course it is. So it's not a question of if, it definitely isn't. Who is there amongst us who hasn't been the recipient of another person's charity, kindness, generosity, favor, gifts, and sharing? Sharing of time, of emotion. A person's assistance and help. Who is there amongst us who hasn't received that attention? So it's not a question of if. Every one of us is a recipient. And what do we do? Or what should we do? We should learn to appreciate, to acknowledge, to reciprocate these favours, to repay these favours, to Make dua for the other person by saying Jazakallahu khaira. By praising them to others. That's the meaning of praising them as well. Like we praise them to others. Not flatter them, but praise them to others. Speak good of them to others. Let their kindness and their grace and their favor and their generosity and their good character be known to others. That is a form of repayment. And if we can find it in ourselves, to physically or in monetary terms, to repay that favor, we should, if we have the means to do so. And not just like for like, but try and give more. Allahu Akbar. One of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's names is Shakur.
And Shakul means extremely grateful. Allah calls himself extremely grateful. One of his names is Shakir, the grateful one. So Allah calls himself the extremely grateful one, the grateful one. What's the meaning of Allah being grateful? It's very simple. When a human being does something good, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala acknowledges it, recognizes it, appreciates it, and rewards that person abundantly for that good, and with more than he or she deserves. Allah teaches us gratitude. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enables us to understand. May Allah make us amongst those who are grateful, not only to Allah, the creator, but also to each other amongst creation. By learning to be grateful to each other for small things, we will hopefully learn to be grateful to Allah for his immense and innumerable favors and bounties. May Allah make us amongst the grateful ones, and may Allah may we, may we receive the gratitude of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for our meager deeds so that He may envelop envelop us in His mercy. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala abdihi wa rasulih nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Subhanakallahum wa bihamdik. Ashadu wa la ilaha illa and astaghfiruk wa atubu ilayka.